What's going on, everybody? You're listening to episode 152 of the Kings of Grace podcast. My name is Cody Armour. I'm here with Shelly Walter. Hello. And Joe Morgan. Gadzooks. Today we're going to be talking about Diablo Immortal uh, already getting killed by fans. A new movie from uh, Ridley Scott and the future of The Walking Dead. First, special shout-outs to our Patreons at patreon.com slash Grace. Brian Strother, Jordan Garner, Michael Miller Jr., Casey Cobble, Jason Wilkerson, and newly, Scott Early. Yay! Thank you for donating. We appreciate all of you. And to everyone who donates at Patreon, uh, we have a few people listening. We have a person listening um, on the Discord channel tonight, which is always awesome. We do these kind of live for, for our Patreon specifically, so... Uh, you could even donate a dollar uh, and get access to that. Yeah. Uh, what do you What are you guys playing in the video game world? Let me reword it this way: Who has your character been in the video game world that you have been a part of in the last week? That's longer and more complicated. It is, and I feel like yeah, it'd be more I don't fun know to what answer. you just went at. What character have you have you been playing as? Uh, I've Recon. Been playing as... Yoshi and Smash. Okay. I've been playing as many characters, but I guess mostly Erica in Sacred Stones. Cool. I guess. You you, you control all your units, but she's like the main one. Okay. So. I like this question. I won't ask this every week. This just seemed like fun. I've been playing as Recon and Firebreak in Call of Duty Black Ops 4. That's cool. The, the fact that you have names for them is kind of cool. All the it's character classes. Yeah, you have yeah. different named characters. Because you and wouldn't so have been able to answer that before. You would have been like a soldier. Well, Black Ops Three had ca- named characters, but oh, Black yeah. Ops Four has several of those same characters back. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yes. Cool. I've been playing as uh, what's his name, Arthur Arthur Morgan, for the rest of my life. I'm pretty sure. Uh. <laughs> Good old Red Dead. Yeah. Uh, on top of that, I've been playing a, uh, as a lot of other characters I can't pronounce. Okay, fair. I've been playing Warriors Orochi 4, and they I are all Japanese and Chinese names, and I cannot pronounce them. <laughs> That's fair. I can, How's that uh, been? It's it's about what you expect from a Warriors game. It's, it's like playing a crazy over-the-top anime where you can slaughter 10,000 people in about 15 minutes and then look like I mean it looks like you're calling down the power of 8000 people together to crush 8000 more people. I don't know. It's so crazy. Just I I think about like what you're saying and from a video game standpoint it makes so much sense, but from like, the outside world <laughs> I'm killing thousands of people at one point at one time. I mean, that's you, you can literally... I mean, it's not uncommon for a 15-minute mission to be... I kill f- over 1,000 people, including 20 officers, and did so by uh, using a very anime-like ultimate attack to do it. <laughs> oh, that's that's kind of what happens here. Right. Um, there are 170 playable characters in that game once you unlock everybody. 170? 
170. Wow. Yeah. And all of them have fully upgradable skill trees, like weapons you can upgrade and fuse and all kinds of stuff. It's That's extensive. I barely scratched the surface. We started playing that at like 3 a.m. of Extra Life because the Call of Duty servers went down. Ooh. Speaking of, we played a lot of Call of Duty during Extra Life. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, We were intended to play a lot of different stuff, and we ended up playing Call of Duty. That's fine. But I got five blackout wins. Wow. Yeah, we crushed it. It was cool. You're so good. (laughs) (laughs) When do you sign on to be a pro? Uh, Never. Never? I got hard carried a lot. Oh, okay. I, I like to think that I contribute the intangibles. Mm-hmm. Things that aren't uh, kept track of on the stats. I, I'm there like for moral support. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the best encourager. I can point out stuff that, that'll make people happy. <laughs> Give them the fight, the will to go on. The emotional support. They're like, oh, like grenades and stuff. And he was like, no, no, emotional, emotional support. <laughs> <laughs> to, but I will say, I got the final kill on two of those five wins. So it, it did feel That's pretty awesome. good. Yeah. I had one game in particular where, you know, it's it's 88 people that drop in on a quads game. I had one game in particular where I had six kills and we won. So that felt awesome. Super cool. A lot of fun. I, I really am. I'm having a blast with Call of This is hands down the best multiplayer Call of Duty they've ever released, I think. Because I've played probably 80 hours of the regular PvP team deathmatch and probably another 20 to 30 hours of the blackout mode. And I've barely even touched zombies, which you could play that forever, too. Hmm. Good stuff. Uh, and then finally... I played a little Diablo 3 on the Switch. I know. I said I wasn't going to. <laughs> this is the fourth platform I've owned the game on, and I've beaten it on every wow. other platform. So, Were we talking a little bit about the mobile? It's Diablo, right? Yeah. <laughs> Needless to say, Joe's going to be playing on the Switch, probably. Yeah. <laughs> cool. How about you, Shelly? You mentioned Smash Bros. Yeah, I missed Smash Bros. and Sacred Stones. I also finished um, Okami. That's the game I've been streaming since around June. Wow. Okay. And so I finally finished it. Uh, I love that game. It's so good. The ending made me very happy for some reason. Um, yeah, just such a great game. I Part of me was tempted to double dip and just get the Switch version, but there's a new game plus. And I'm a sucker uh, for New Game Plus. I love New Game Plus. I love being overpowered at the beginning of the game. So yeah. I know that if I'm going to replay the game, it's going to be on PC. So there's no reason to buy it on Switch. Saves me money. Spent way too much money on Ultimate, but that's okay. It's worth it. I pre-ordered that. So hard. So how? why was yours a different cost than mine? Did you get some sort of crazy I edition? I the digital edition with the Fighters Pack. What what is what is the difference? Like I just bought the I pre-ordered the regular game. Fighters Pack uh, means that when the DLC characters come out eventually, whenever they do in the next year or however long they said it would be, you get all of those for like the set price of just the Fighters Pack. Okay. So okay. basically, you have no idea. Like we have no idea who those DLC characters going to be, but there are going to be five. And if you have the Fighters Pack, you're just going to get all of them 
for that price. You could probably, exactly, you could probably wait and just buy each individual one separately if that's what you want. But I know I'm going to get them anyway because I was screwed over um, for the Wii U Smash version because my freaking uh, controller touchscreen broke. I dropped something on it. It broke. doesn't work anymore. Uh... I'm still able to play Smash just fine. But I actually can't really go into the eShop and buy more DLC characters. Oh. I only have two of the how many DLC characters there are. So I was really upset with that. And so I'm like, I'm going to get all the DLC for this game. Wait, so even if my Switch breaks. <laughs> if you don't mind my asking, how much was, was the version you pre-ordered? Uh, I believe including tax, it ended up being somewhere around $93. So it's 60 for the base game. I don't think you've ever game, paid that much for a game. Then but... $30 for the season pass. So you're paying six dollars per season character. Season pass was twenty five. The tax was enough to push it up to ninety something. Twenty. So the season pass comes with the, all the extra DLC fighters. You're saying though. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So. Cool. Okay, I, I got think you. It's, yeah. I think it's worth in the long run, but it is kind of a fat price for. So that's gonna be like four to five dollars per DLC character, estimated. It's, uh, I forget, they did say how much, I'm pretty sure they said how much every individual DLC fighter would cost, which mm-hmm. is why 25 is apparently a deal. I don't remember okay. it. Yeah, it's $6, $6 per person. So 25 for 5 is a dollar off on each That one. does seem a little steep for a single, 6 bucks for a single Smash character when you already have a roster of a like 70 you people. Stage, you get a music track. Yeah. Okay, they're including a new stage with each character, too. That's cool. Yeah. Okay. Which also upset me me about not getting enough DLC in the Wii U Smash version because I didn't get any of the extra stages. And some of those stages are used a lot in competitive play. Okay. And I don't get to practice on those. So I think it's worth it because I'm a sucker for Smash and everyone knows it. (laughs) But I also know I would never pay that much for another game in my life, probably. Right. (laughs) I'm fine dropping it. It's just, yeah. Yeah. It's great. Super cool. What about you, Cody? What'd you play? Well, I I got to play Red Dead a little bit during Red Dead Extra Life, which was cool. Mm-hmm. But I I've basically just been playing Red Dead. Uh, That's fair. That's like all of my friends as well. Just yeah. <laughs> like if I wasn't podcasting right now, I would be playing Red Dead. I was playing it before we got on to play um, to podcast. I love it. I'm really nitpicking a lot of the little details because it's so well detailed that things are really bugging me that take me completely out of the world um, having horses in the past. So mm-hmm. a couple of those things, just really quick, because uh, it's so hyper detailed. When you ride downhill, character doesn't lean back. And when you're riding uphill, he doesn't lean forward. And that drives me nuts because if you're going down a steep hill... You almost You're gonna fall stand. off. Yeah, it's the like same you... reason you would lean back on a on a mountain bike. Right, exactly. You almost stand up when you're going downhill in the stirrups. Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't do that, and that bugs me. And then I just did a mission. Uh, not to give too many spoilers, but you're uh, leading horses um, on your horse. Well, someone else's, and you're falling okay. behind. And yeah. it's one long rope, and then at the end of that long rope are three lead ropes tied to these horses. <laughs> and it's like the length of like another horse. And I was like getting real mad. And my wife was like, what's wrong? 
And then I walked, like, a, one of the horses, like, walked past me, and I went through, like, the rope went through me, and I was like, that's why, because that would have killed me. Yeah. <laughs> and I was, uh, that's not how you lead horses. I don't know, I was so, annoyed. but this is a game where when you open up your revolver and you've only shot three bullets, there are only, like, you can see the light through the three holes that you've shot. And that bugs me, too, because, I mean, maybe I, I have a limited understanding of how revolvers work. But you don't eject a cartridge when you fire a shell. You wouldn't be able to see light through the through the revolver. The cartridge well, would still be there. But it'd be hollow. Yeah, the bullet would be spent, but the cartridge would still be there. You wouldn't be able to see through the through the I suppose. I never thought about that. I just thought like it was such a hyper detail to like show how many bullets <laughs> that you had in your little gun. It's a neat effect for video game purposes, but that's not realistic either. See, yeah, I'm already okay. picking stuff, and I haven't even started it yet. <laughs> I bought the game and I haven't started complain. it yet. <laughs> but all of this is really crazy. Like, I got this thing of money, and he he licks his thumb and then starts, like, counting the bills. And the last Rockstar game I played was San Andreas when I was, like, 12. Uh, and so back then, your hands were mittens, if you remember. Yeah, yeah. You didn't even have fingers. And so, like... The game is so detailed. Yeah. Um, I don't probably shouldn't be bewildered by fingers at this point in a game, but uh, it's just so, so well done. Um, yeah. And so there's like these little, little weird things that are taking me out of it. I've seen videos of how the wildlife interacts with each other. I've seen it was some, like a deer or something, something with antlers, you know, uh-huh. getting its antlers stuck in a dead deer's antlers and trying to get it out and trying to get it out and then running away after he gets it out wow i'm like yeah. are you kidding me that's so detailed like how how does the programming how did the how randomized is that encounter is it randomized i uh, just it was really cool yeah it's it's super well done uh you get to kind of you get the options uh to do different missions at different times there's one dude that i don't like i'm sure no one else does and so i completely ignored his mission until i absolutely had to but it's, it's cool because I can play this game and someone else can play this game and we'll have very different interactions during the game because they comment on the missions that you've already done. Okay. During mm -hmm. other missions. And so if you do them in a different order, then they're going to mention, like, I'm going to get interactions that no one else will, well, that few other will, and then vice versa. That's all been really, really cool and kind of brings you into the whole thing mm. i i really enjoy it i don't like <laughs> my wife uh has been really bugged by it she she's out of she's like she's like you're just running through the person's field and i was like this is not the worst thing that i've done in this game okay <laughs> 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 but they have this kind of concept where you can you can do good things to uh be less of an outlaw and then obviously doing bad things will be and I wish there were more good things that I could do in town to be kind of a good guy uh, or more options within the missions to to do good, um, which I know is very counter what these games are all about. But I think that would be really cool. I, I've let a lot of people go and gotten the option because you get option a few people to either kill them or let them go. Uh, and mm -hmm. I love that I get to choose that and be kind of honorable. Uh, and I wish that I had chances to be even more honorable in the game. So does it have like the GTA five star outlaw rating sort of thing? Kind of. So you have a bounty. 
And then, so y- you can go and you pay your bounty at a local store, which I didn't realize. I don't know if that's authentic to actual history, but if you have a bounty on your head, you can actually go someplace and pay it. And then you're no longer wanted. Huh. And how would the bounty hunters that are out for you be you know, no, 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 I yeah, just, I just paid my bounty. I, I promise I'm good. I don't care. I'm going to kill you anyway and get your bounty. Yeah, I mean, hopefully you're not dead or alive, and then they bring you in alive, and they're like, this is already paid. You uh, don't you'll get anything. Oops. Um, then they kill you <laughs> <Right>. anyway. <laughs> so I don't know how authentic that is to history. It's really cool if it's true. But basically, uh, you know, if you disturb the peace, you might be wanted for a couple bucks. If you go ahead and you're, you're wanted for murder, then, you know, it could be like $50 on your head. And then if you... Yeah. It all racks up differently depending on what crimes you do. Uh, and that's been really cool. The way that it's set up, too, is, uh, like, I, I robbed a store, and mm. I slipped out the back, had a mask on and everything. So they have this whole setup where they show you that you're being investigated, the the whole crime scene. And if you get out without them knowing who you are, then you're free. Huh. That's and, a... Yeah, it's it's a cool system. I really like the the crime system in this. It can be really obnoxious because I've run into people with my horse, and then I've either like disturbed the peace, which is the worst, and then there's also like you could have you could have killed them on accident. Uh, yeah. And then I'm like, okay, I understand that. Like, I killed the person. I should be wanted. But when I bump into somebody and they're like, you're wanted for disturbing, I'm like, I didn't mean to. Dude needs to it's calm like, down. Uh, reminds me of Skyrim or something where. You just steal something very tiny and very insignificant, and they're like, you're on arrest, come with me. Yeah. I also have an issue with, it's hard to, you can surrender yourself to the police. Okay. Uh, it, it really bugs me when that doesn't work. Like, if you hit the same, the same button will do that, uh, but it can also, like, pull your gun out, depending on the way that you have your aim oh. set up. And so I'm, like, trying to calm, defuse the situation, and I'll pull the gun out, and the sheriff, and I'm... Obviously, they're going to shoot you. And then at that point, <laughs> there's nothing you could do. Um, and that happens a lot. There's a lot of things that I've accidentally done. I punched my horse trying to pet it. That was really obnoxious. No. <laughs> and then I felt, yeah, you feel awful. I would feel terrible for sure. Uh, but it's been fun. I also, I'll bring this up and then I'll move on. I got one of the best horses in the game. It's been all over. The articles um, have been everywhere for it. And so I figured I'd do it. I've heard that people take about an hour and a half to find the horse. Like, because that article gives you location. Yeah. Um, and she blends in with the surroundings really well. I literally saved the game and then walked a few steps. And she was right there in front of me. It took me about 20 minutes to catch a uh, rider. But I felt really good that it was just, like, right there for me. It's, a, it's crazy. It's one of the best horses in the game. You can get it almost immediately. Maybe after 30 minutes of gameplay, 40 minutes of gameplay. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll move on from there. It's fun. There's a ton of stuff going on in the news right now, though. Yeah. Joe, so uh, so BlizzCon it. was this past weekend. Uh, let's go ahead and hit the faster stuff first. Warcraft 3 Reforged got announced at BlizzCon, so that's going to be a remake, remaster of Warcraft 3 uh, Reign of Chaos, I believe that was the name of the original, and Frozen Throne, which was the expansion. Yeah, Reign of Chaos and Frozen Throne. 
I played. That's fine. I've only played a little bit of it. But. I played through that game in high school. That and Diablo two were how I got through my high school gaming career. Um, oh wow! It's four campaigns. Mm-hmm. Four RTS campaigns, and it's to this day, it's one of my favorite RTS. The, the only thing that really competes with it in terms of RTS campaign to me is StarCraft Two. So okay. another Blizzard property, right? Warcraft Three is phenomenal. It it actually tells a great story, and it does so in a fun way. And World of Warcraft never would have existed without what Warcraft Three did. Because mm-hmm. you just had Command and Conquer style, you know, hordes of enemies yeah. before, and Warcraft Three introduced hero characters, that sort of thing. We also mm-hmm. wouldn't have, um. We, we wouldn't have defense like Dota or League of Legends or any of that without Warcraft 3. That was sure. that was a mod map for, for this game. So I'm really excited to see how they remake these, like update the graphics and up-res everything. It'll be cool. Also at BlizzCon, we got uh, an announcement of a new character for Overwatch named Ash. Catch him. Not even Gotta close. Catch him. Not another Pokemon, Pokemon thing. Overwatch. <sighs> this one's a Wild West. Overwatch sounds like a Pokemon. If I was told there was a Pokemon called Overwatch, I'd say okay. That's because over like po- Pokemon names are everything. Yeah, they are. Everything. There's literally a garbage Pokemon. I mean, literally a garbage Pokemon. There is. See, I wish there was a Pokemon That's called true. everything. It wouldn't surprise me. Give it they time. They now have a dumb little... I still don't like Melton. I don't care what people say. Melton's trash. The only one that's really bugged me is the ice cream one. The ice cream one. I hate that one, too. That okay, is the so most laziest art I've ever seen. Ash joins uh, Overwatch. It's She's from the <laughs> McCree team. What Kind of she's a Wild West, Redemption. Wild West slinger, gunslinger. Yeah. Yeah. And they've nice. said that they have six heroes... Uh, in the works, six more heroes, and no plans to make the game free to play. The biggest news, though, the one that's most controversial, you know, even though Diablo, even though they said like, "Hey, Diablo three comes out on the Switch," we have other announcements for Diablo universe, but don't expect anything big. They announced Diablo Immortal, which is a phone game. Dead in the water. And the world exploded. They had people at panels asking if this was an April Fool's joke. See, I understand people not liking the mobile game. Like, I don't understand the hate, though. Like, just don't buy the mobile... Don't get the mobile game. Well, here's the thing, is a lot of the reason, too, is because they blame... A lot of people blame Blizzard for hyping up that there was going to be Diablo news. They said, oh, it's not going to be Diablo 4, but there will be Diablo there, and everyone's getting really excited, really excited, and then they come out with a mobile game. I think that's... People feel like they wasted their money on a ticket. Yeah, I think that's what a lot of people might be feeling with that I mean, one. you can see that... I, I don't even consider myself that hardcore of a Diablo fan. I mean, I love that. Mm-hmm. Like I said, Diablo 2 is what I did all through high school. I just bought Diablo 3 on the fourth platform, and I've beaten it on every other platform I've bought it on. At least once through. So, mm-hmm. I'm a big Diablo fan, but I'm not hardcore like some of these people are. 
And so, you know, if somebody is expecting Diablo 4 coming down the pipe, even after they say, no, 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 no more of no more Diablo 4, we're not going to announce it this I'm year. I'm sure People, this mobile thing will get put on Switch, and then everyone will be fine. I sure hope not. I mean, I can... T- so, Diablo 3... You like Arena of Valor. Yeah, but it, it's, hmm. it's not got its history in PC or mobile games. Yeah, there's a lot game, of... Like, history oh, okay. that's that's yeah that's the thing like a lot of pc and console gamers feel like they got snubbed by this diablo immortal right. announcement and i'm sure people wouldn't be super upset either if this was an additional thing but this right. was the only diablo thing that they talked about at yeah BlizzCon. yeah and that's another yeah. thing where they're just like okay seriously this is the only I mean, thing like, you brought to us this is what you've been hyping up like this only yeah if, if you're just a pc gamer you got diablo 3 several years ago at this point Mm-hmm. And you're just waiting on four to come around. Probably still playing three. And even a remake of two, even a remake of something, right? But I mean, but then you get a mobile game announcement. I I would feel pretty slapped in the face as a fan. Like, you, I've been waiting for five years for the next one of these, and you're telling me that you're working on a mobile game it. first. You know, I can think of. I don't know. I don't know if it's a very good comparison, but it kind of makes me think about say bethesda had a conference and they said that there was going to be elder scrolls news and that everyone's looking forward to either a morrowind uh hd version or like the next one after skyrim or something and then instead all they have is skyrim on mobile and that's all they say that's that's what I'm trying to compare I mean, it to. I don't know if it's a perfect comparison, but they did say something like that, and then they announced what is it, blades? Right. No, and they did. They got. They did the. They did the right thing. Like it's. This is this is an apparel universe where they could have messed up and been in Blizz, Blizzard's place, but that's what I can imagine. If you can't relate to Diablo, maybe yeah, that's slightly more relatable. I mean, I think I, I look at I, the very similar situations between those two companies. The difference is. Blizzard fans are way more hardcore in my mind yeah. than <laughs> than fans are for Todd I Howard's think you're company. Right. I think we you're put Skyrim right. on everything. Now it's going to be we put Diablo 3 on everything and then made a phone game <laughs> instead of giving them the next one. I don't know. Yeah. I I love so. Bl- I've been to BlizzCon. I love Blizzard. They they were announcing things for Diablo three when I went to BlizzCon, so that was a neat experience, and I can just imagine mm-hmm. being there wanting Diablo four news and going, well, this is not what I wanted at all. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. So I understand like maybe people are overreacting a little bit, but I think it's kind of. I don't think it would be wise to discount the hate completely. I think there's a reason I mean, for it. And whether or not everything gets blown up on the internet, right? right. Like people are always going to be more dramatic than they need to be. But the problem is that there's still, it still comes from. And they're going to cover, I mean, they're going to get a lot of mobile gamers that are not that hardcore in the, in the scene that are going to be willing yeah. to give this a try. That's true. Totally. Yeah. So there you go. That, that was BlizzCon news. Uh, also coming out of BlizzCon, they have announced Lego toys and Nerf toys for a lot of their properties. Things like uh, like Overwatch guns that are going to get nerfed, like literally nerfed. <laughs> wow, that's awesome! <laughs> They're nerfing McCree's gun. Yeah, like that sort of thing. 
and That's Lego amazing. toys of like Reinhardt and that sort of thing. So uh, neat, neat stuff that you can have yeah. play around with. Uh, the other big news that came out this week was from kind of an impromptu uh, Nintendo Direct for Smash. Yeah. They announced the final... Was it the final characters that they announced? Final yep, characters that, that you could find in the game. Cool. All right. So they've announced Ken, like the Street Fighter. Oh, not the Ken doll. That might, Barbie. I'm a Barbie yeah, that might be preferable. In a Barbie world. Uh, and Incineroar... <laughs> Another flipping Pokemon. Yeah, they did. And it's a wrestling. It's all wrestling moves. Yeah, he's like Like that's his whole thing. He's they're very much taking the wrestler approach to this. Why not find a wrestling Nintendo character that's not a Pokemon? Or you know, from one of the franchises that people care about that hasn't gotten some love already. Nintendo doesn't care. I think when it comes to Pokemon, I don't think Nintendo cares about what we want as Pokemon because there's a million different types of Pokemon that everyone would love to have. For them, this is it's just for advertising. It's just for showing off their new generation, True. which at this point is still Sun and Moon. So they're going to take one a Pokemon from there. It's probably going to be one of the starters evolutions because that's just naturally those are the more popular, popular Pokemon anyway. And out of the three... Even though everyone really liked the grass type, I don't remember his name, but there's the grass owl. People really like that guy, but I guess for Smash, it does make some sense that they chose Incineroar instead. So I'm not surprised. Mm-hmm. I guess I can't necessarily say I'm super happy about it because I don't necessarily like him either, but I'm not surprised and my beef. I'm kind of just okay My with beef it. <laughs> is that I have other Nintendo properties I want to see characters in. Such as? Such as Golden Sun. Yep, rip him. He's an assist trophy. He's an assist trophy. And Shadow. I really wanted to see Shadow. I was, yeah. I was kind of... My heart broke a little bit when I saw him as an assist trophy. But we get that stupid uh, piranha plant as a playable character. We do a piranha plant, which I... A potted plant cool. made it in to the it. roster. It's real random. I love it so much. We got it's the most random a potted thing. plant, a second Street Fighter, and 85 Pokemon. It'd be cool to get Shadow. Knuckles would be really cool too. But at least Knuckles, Sonic yeah. is already in there. There are no, there are no heroes from Golden Sun, and there's 15 of them from That's Fire right. Emblem. Stop. I think they would exactly they because Fire Emblem is popular and they're still continuing. Because they franchise. Golden Sun whatever. is like dead. They, <sighs> I still That's want Banjo Kazooie. I'll never Nintendo be happy to get Banjo. Will give us what we want. But the caveat is that they're always going to put characters in there that are related to things that are currently happening. You're not going to put a Golden yeah. Sun character in unless there's Golden Sun games coming out recently. And that's what happened with Pokemon. That's what's happening with everything else, pretty much, from what I can see. Just in the history, I mean, no one asked for Corrin. They put Corrin in there and, <laughs> and as a DLC for the Wii U because Fates was coming out. They did it as advertising. Someday that's I'll what get they do. You're allowed to be salty about it. People are allowed to be salty about it. It's just, that's the fact. With your reasoning, I'll never get Banjo-Kazooie. Because even if Nintendo decides to ask Xbox for it, Xbox isn't making a Banjo-Kazooie game anytime soon. Yeah, that's that's the one. But why would they even sell it to Nintendo? The head of Xbox has already said that he'd he'd be willing to give the thumbs up to use Banjo-Kazooie in the game. That'd be really exciting. I love that. Jeez, Nintendo. I've just been going off, like, they have a good relationship right now. 
With DLC, there there's so much freedom there because they straight up said it would they couldn't be Echo Fighters. They'd have to be brand new mm-hmm. from the ground up. The way Nintendo's... My biggest worry, there was these rumors about the minions from whatever because what? Mario, there's going to be a Mario animated thing made by the same creators, Illumination nope. or whatever they're nope. called. Nope, nope. What? I don't want the rabbits would make this. more sense because there's actually been games with rabbits and Mario in it. I would put Very money true. on rabbits being in there for a DLC. That would make sense to me, actually. Yeah, I could see that. Huh? I didn't think about that before, but now I'm thinking about it. Huh? Mm. That make a lot of sense. Yeah. Anyway, give me banjo or give me death. That's not the biggest news to come out of that uh, direct, though. Yeah, we finally got adventure mode, and I don't know about your guys' experience. But I remember when they first announced Spirits, I was a little confused and a little sad because I wasn't really sure what they were doing with it. I didn't care that much. I've never done much with custom characters in the Wii U version anyway. But the way that they led that into a new adventure mode, into a new, not subspace emissary, but almost sub... Like, they said, they said, you know, oh, it's not... It's not subspace emissary, guys. And we're like, okay, I got it. That's fine. You don't need it. You have so much other this, so many other things in this game. You don't need subspace emissary, exactly. Um, and then they have that cinematic. That's just subspace emissary. So, yeah. And showed a little bit of the gameplay too, which I'm pretty excited about. Um, yeah, I completely missed that game that had subspace emissary in it. Um, I never got to play it. I watched the cutscenes from it though, because I was so intrigued. Yeah. Yeah, Brawl. It was in Brawl. Brawl, yeah. It was I, so I'm really excited good. that this happened. That's why I didn't you play That's why you play Brawl. Brawl as a fighting game wasn't that great, but Brawl with Subspace Emissary was awesome. So one of the coolest crossover things we've ever seen. Yeah. So I'm really stoked about that. Pretty much everyone I was watching there's a party of us. There's four or five of us watching this at the same time at seven AM in the morning. Because that's how it time does when you're on the West Coast. Um, and we were all just like, oh, it's taboo. Oh, like super stoked about it. Uh, yeah. But that was our last Smash Direct. Yeah. Before the game yeah, comes out. Yeah, December, right? In like a month. Now we'll get Smash directly in our hands to play. Also, before we close out of gaming news, there's something super cool in the Geeks and Grace realm of gaming news. We're going to Pack South. We'll be there. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna be me, Joe, Shelly, LJ, and then my wife, Tia. We're all gonna be there, San Antonio, Texas. So if you're in the area, and there are a lot, according to Facebook, there are a lot of geeks out there, uh, geeks and a grace out there, from San Antonio, Texas. So mm. I hope yeah. you're going to Pax. It's uh. I hope you're say hi. I believe it's MLK weekend. If you aren't aware of the time. January 17th through the 21st, I believe. Was that right? That sounds right. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe through the 20th. Mark your calendar. I think it's only a three-day. Oh, yeah. 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 We'll see you there. We're super excited. We've got a lot planned for it. Um, I think think I'll kind of announce that slowly and and elsewhere. But it's super, super cool. And it it couldn't be done without our Patreons. So, again... Thank you to mm-hmm. the, the Patreon. Yeah, you, you've been a huge help to it. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. There's still a ton that we're paying out of pocket, but um, again, like we just couldn't have done it without you. Yep. So that's it for the news this week. <gasps> Let's move into the pull list, which is uh, relatively short this week. 
But, hey, one that I'm actually pretty excited for, Tetris Effect comes out this week. If you've ever been a fan of Tetris, this looks like it's going to be the quintessential modern release for the Tetris franchise. So I'm pretty jazzed about it. Uh, It looks cool. Survival game, The Forest, comes out this week. If you're into survival games, you probably already know what that is. Road Redemption. Okay, not Red Dead Redemption, Road Redemption. Road Dead Redemption? It's discount Red Dead Redemption. It's, 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 this has actually been out on PC for a while. It's like Road Rash. Oh. If you know what Road Rash is. It's one of my favorite Sega games. Yes. It's, Mm. it's a motorcycle racing game where you can kick guys, hit them with chains and bats and that sort of stuff. And so Road Redemption is coming out to, to consoles this week. That's super cool. Loved those old games. I played a lot of Road Rash back in the day. Me too. Well, that's that's yeah. it for gaming this week. Shelly, what do you got? Oh, for watching yeah. movies? Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about a movie. I did watch a movie this week. Nice. I watched Clue. <laughs> wow. Okay. I watched, yeah. That's retro. With Tim Curry. Ah, yeah. So, because, um, I don't know if I said this before on the podcast, but me and a group of, there were six of us, we dressed up as the crew from Club. Oh, okay. From the okay. game. We dressed up as them. I was Mrs. Okay. White. Um, and we all had, you know, Mr. Green, all this stuff. It was super duper fun. We walked around Seattle a little bit and, and got candy from one of the places that actually did give us candy because they were cool and accepted awesome. adults. <laughs> um... <laughs> But yeah, then after our walk around, after that, we came back to um, the house and watched Clue because it applied and I had never seen it before. And I had so many different emotions while watching the movie. At first I was like, this is so dumb and oh, it's so sexist and all these things. But by the end of it, I was enjoying it. All the different endings um, were so interesting to me. Um, Hmm. If you don't know, if people don't know, Clue has three different endings that were shown in theater which i think is such a cool idea because people be just like oh i don't want to tell you ending but like this thing happens and then like, that's yeah, not what i, I that. that's not did, what i did saw you watch all the, i was gonna say uh, did you watch all the endings i watched all yeah. the endings it's a little weird how one of them is so much more involved than the yeah. other two but whatever tim curry's you so imagine how fun. crazy that would have been back in the day <laughs> that yeah. would have been insane i can got, try and imagine what would happen if that happened, uh, like, today, modern times, but I don't know. We'd hear about it probably, like, three months ago. I feel like, yeah. exactly, it, it, everything would leak and it would yeah. be spoiled and wouldn't work so well. But, yeah, I can definitely see why it's a little bit of a cult classic, why people enjoy it. It's very, it's very campy. I haven't seen a very campy movie like that in a while, so. Well, that movie's <laughs> old. That's what yeah, I well, it's, it's pretty, pretty classic. Old. Yeah, it's It has Doc! Doc from uh, Back to the Future. Yeah. <laughs> Which threw me off. I was like, wait, is that Doc? Totally is. <laughs> What'd you guys watch? I've not seen any movies this week. Oh, no, I think it's a short list for me, too. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> I just remembered I watched a movie, so I'm glad I remembered because I yeah. have done I other things. Still need to watch Teen Titans Go. Oh, no. That's my list. That's my next movie I'm going to watch. At some point, I will come into this podcast going, I watched it. Finally, I said I would, and I actually did. Yeah, I was too busy yeah. prepping for extra life. 
Mm. Oh, yeah. Which is yeah. fair. Because Extra Life is great. Uh, I guess we'll just go on a movie news then. That's fine. Okay. So, our first uh, news story is talk about Star Wars. So, yeah. Disney was surprised, I guess, with how not well Solo did. I don't want to say how bad. I don't even think Solo did very poorly. But just in comparison to how Star Wars usually right. does, like, right. they didn't do as well. Um, so, they, you know, we kind of, I think we have in past podcasts talk about how the Obi-Wan movie, other movies have been put on pause until they figure out what to do. They also are going to try to sort of change courses with episode nine, which is interesting because that's, you know, they're using a spinoff like Solo to influence how they're going to do the ninth episode, even though they shouldn't know what to do with the well, ninth episode after the eighth yeah. episode. Eight didn't do awesome either, though. No, you're right. Yeah, definitely did not. So there, I guess, is a little bit more pressure there because not only do they want to end the series well they want Mm -hmm. to show that star wars they're still good movies after solo and after the eighth one um which hopefully i mean i would love it to be an amazing movie but i just don't know how it will go yeah Yeah. i mean they kind of need to Mm -hmm. do something at this point they got under well and yeah I have no idea what's going to be. I whether they're going to change the humor or characters. I I don't know. They have freedom and time to figure it out. So, but it's interesting. I wonder what I guess whenever we do see the the ninth episode, I'm probably going to be really curious to see what it would have been like if Solo did really well. Because it yeah. means it got to be differently. You know. I like um, Solo. I think Solo had terrible timing. Yeah, uh, as I, far as I, when it was released. Yeah, I feel like I should watch Solo, but the reason I didn't watch Solo was because I did not want a Han Solo movie. I wanted an Obi Wan movie, and they're <laughs> like, "Hey, we're going to take a pause, put a pause on Obi Wan because Solo didn't do well." I'm like, "No, that's not what I want." <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Disney and Star Wars, they apparently just, just very recently broke even on what they bought the rights for Star Wars. So they've already broken yeah. even, pretty much, though. Right, yeah. they've broken even. That did not take very long so, for what they paid for that. Yeah, yeah it they, was in the they billions. They paid a lot for that. But so pretty much everything else from here on out is profit. They kind of, yeah, I mean, they have to do well. They can't just kind of... If they start doing poorly now, then they don't really make any money off of it. Mm-hmm. They exactly. need it to be kind of a long build. Yeah, and they still have other plans, given given there's the show coming out on their streaming service, right? That's another thing. They have other plans. They have other things. It's Disney. They're going to milk Star Wars so hard. It's it works so well with Activision and its properties. Tony Hawk used to be perennial, and it got driven straight into the ground. Mm, Call of funny. Duty went through a pretty negative phase, too. So did Assassin's Creed. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, Star Wars. People <laughs> would probably already say rest in peace, Star Wars. People probably already think the franchise is I mean, I, I I think it's I think it's a little bit of metal fatigue. You know, they're just they're they're wearing it out so much people are getting a little tired of it. So why why yeah. that's why I didn't go watch solo. What did I care? I, I didn't have a group to go watch it exactly. with and it wasn't its own standout thing, and I've seen 
three Star Wars movies in the last few years that were brand new. Why do I need to see this side right. movie? I think, I think Disney's idea of it was kind of. I, I mentioned this back when Solo came out, but Disney's looking at it as the Marvel Cinematic Universe. The Marvel Cinematic Universe is doing so well; they can do you know multiple movies a year. Uh, and I think the reason is because the Star Wars movies are also similar to each other within the genre. Mm. And I think that they need to be more different. Uh, like you're saying, Jay, like you had just seen a bunch of Star Wars movies. But if it wouldn't have been surprising if Star Wars Episode Eight had been a heist movie, we would have watched it and not thought it was weird. Uh, but if Star Wars Episode Eight was a full on medieval comedy uh, within the Star Wars world, then you would have been like, this is really out of place. This doesn't feel like an episode. And so I think with these solo films, not to ha be funny. But I think with these standalones, they need to be uh, they need to be more different. I, I think there's a lot to this world, and we could see all of that. But that's what Marvel does well is all these movies that come out, you can get three a year, but they're so different. I mean, look at Kotor, right? Mm-hmm. Kotor's one of the most well respected Star Wars properties of all time, and it doesn't Very take true. place in within that that time period at all. It's during the Old Republic days. Right. I would love... I, I said medieval just because I like that idea. I would love a planet that's a little bit more run down. They have lightsabers. And then it is like a Peter Jackson, Lord of the Rings style movie in the Star Wars world. Ooh. I think that would be so super cool. And so completely away from, removed from what's happening up in the, in yeah, the stars. I think that has to be part of it, is that... Because the movies are all focused on the same characters, same mm-hmm. things. Everyone loved... Not everyone. Okay. Guess... Apparently some people who are wrong did not like Rogue One. But many people... <laughs> Rogue One's really good. Really liked Rogue One. And because Rogue One was very... Yes, it it was sort of a prelude to episode four. But it was so separated in, you know, here's something that we've never really seen before. We don't really know much about this time period because everything from the original series takes place afterwards. So it was very separated, different characters, all in its own thing. Whereas Solo is still taking a character that we're familiar with. And maybe I'm a little bit of a hypocrite um, because I still want Obi-Wan movie. But I feel like we know more about Han Solo. We've seen more Han Solo than we have Obi-Wan. Yeah. At least. And so I feel like I'm just more interested in like all these other things outside the universe that we're unfamiliar with. And I guess I don't know how much they went into Solo with that because, again, I haven't seen it. But I wonder if even if they did explore other parts of the universe because of the way they advertised it. I mean, I don't know. That's all I can well, think of. Is, and is, kind of going with what yeah. you're saying, it's the curse of Batman. Batman is mm-hmm. always so hated on when he comes to live action every single time. Because people have these preconceived notions of what Batman should be. Where Iron Man, nobody knew Iron Man very well until Robert Downey Jr. like ran with it. And everyone fell in love with that character because there weren't these preconceived notions. Uh, And so I think you're right that Obi-Wan would probably do better because there's less we know about him. Uh, Yeah. Less expectations. Whereas Han Solo, we were like, Han Solo has to be this way. Exactly. That's, I think, super true. Um yeah, it's just interesting to think about. Speaking of Obi-Wan, kind of Ian McGregor, he has <laughs> yeah. to be the one. That's the one expectation I think the fan base is feeling. Um, yeah, and we were talking about Batman too. Um, anyway, 
the story I'm trying to say, Ian McGregor <laughs> is going to be Black Mask in the Birds of Prey movie. Um, the Birds of Prey movie is the one with, um, it's all the, not all, I don't know how many, but several uh, DC female characters, villains mm-hmm. and heroes, I believe. Um, that movie's going to come out in 2020, but yeah, yeah Ian McGregor's going to be Black Mask. And we don't know much about the plot line or anything. Uh, we don't really know if Batman's going to be in it, but there's a chance. We'll Black see. Mask is super cool, though. Yeah. He's just like real heavy crime lord. It could be cool if they do it right, especially with Ewan McGregor. Yeah. I think that's that's cool. Basically, if they're not going to do Obi-Wan right now, he's going to do something else that's really cool. So good for him. I and I can't think of him well. as a villain in anything else. I feel like if I were to watch it, I would just be making prequel meme jokes the whole time. <laughs> Hello there. Another happy landing. Stuff like that. <laughs> I'm too trashy when it comes to prequel memes. <laughs> oh, well. Anyway, our last uh, news story is that we are going to get a Gladiator 2. Ridley Scott is making it with Peter Craig. I'm so excited. I don't know when it's going to come out but it's it's a thing that's i have no so idea cool. what the gladiator plot is going to be given is one of my, gladiator one yeah, ended that's one of my all-time favorite movies me too hmm. it's a good yeah, it good is. movie yeah no I was, i've heard it's amazing again i husband I to a murdered wife um but i know everyone loves that movie so hopefully it's a good thing um that gladiator 2 is coming out hopefully they don't mess it up or do something weird with it but i don't know we'll see but uh that's our yeah. movie news so cool what tv shows are you guys watching oh wait first shelly have you watched ruby no i haven't oh I, well because again it's my roommate who has the first account and we haven't okay. been able to nail down a time with because now there's like three of us who want to watch it together so we have to organize three different schedules What's probably going to happen is we'll just sit down and watch all of the episodes that are out so far. So that just hasn't happened yet. Yeah. I'm sorry. (laughs) No, it's okay. I heard it's great though. I heard it's actually good. I haven't seen the second episode yet, but I watched the first. I'll talk about it in a second. I'll let you guys talk about your TV shows. Okay. Yeah. I watched just more anime. I watched more Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood and more Shippuden. And I've been watching Seven Deadly Sins still. I haven't finished it yet. I have two more episodes. I'm not sure how many I have left. I've got to be... So... They... I just finished the tournament. Okay. okay. So you're getting towards the end. Hmm. It's good. It is good. Yeah. I'm enjoying it. It's... It's a good anime. There's not really much more to put like that we haven't already said. Like, it's just... It's one of the most well voice acted. Uh... I believe I haven't actually checked it yet, but I believe that I'm hearing Vic Ligiana's voice, uh, okay. very well known, very outspoken Christian, um, and I, I think it's Vic Ligiana that I've been hearing, which is really cool. Always cool to see yeah. him in anything. He plays Crow in Ruby, as well. Yep. You watch anything else? That's Jeff? all I've been watching this week. Like I said, I've been so busy prepping and recovering. I have not. I've not done anything today. I didn't even play a game today. I've not played a game. I've not watched anything. Like, I've been... I went for a run and kind of vegetated the rest of the day. (laughs) Fair enough. 
I so like I said, I watch Ruby. It is the animation gets better every season. Uh, it's gotten even more smooth. The it starts off with this whole like gorgeous fight scene. Uh, Are the fight? How's the cinematography? Not the cinematography. The choreography on the fight. It's good. Is it better than? In the past, yeah. I think, okay, good. Because that was my one problem, like, post-season three, the -hmm. animation. The animation's gorgeous. The fighting scenes always disappointed me. So I'd like to... I'm excited that potentially the fighting scenes are better. Yeah. uh, Specifically with that episode, you're going to really enjoy it if you're worried about the choreography specifically. Cool. They've, They've done really well. I still wouldn't say... I think the best choreography we've seen was... Uh, what's her Yang, in her trailer, for the show, mm. where she's in that club. Yeah, pretty much any season with Monty, especially that one because they're showing her off. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess Ruby's in the last that little thing they did before this season where she was, it was out in a church courtyard and she was like flying through the air. Hitting the people. trailer for, I believe that was the trailer for Falling Four. I know what you're okay. talking about. Yeah, that, that was really well done too. Yeah, that was pretty good. Uh, I I'm really happy with it. I'm, it's cool, uh, and everyone is kind of. Well, I, I won't go there. It's just really cool. Yeah, I'm so really excited. I'm excited to finally watch it. I ran into someone last night who has watched all of them, and she was particularly excited about the last one that just came out. Um, so I don't know what that means, but I'll figure I will it watch out it as soon as possible. Yeah. And then I, I've been watching a lot of TV, but I the the most notable one, I guess, would be the last episode of Walking Dead. We we've known for a while. They, they've been very obnoxious about it being the last episode of Rick Grimes. Uh, they've been very vocal about that. <laughs> and it was it was a really respectful send off to the character. Uh, I don't want to give anything away of like you know, what exactly happens, but we, we knew that there were rumors of, uh, or I guess, I mean, yeah, all over Facebook that like, I can't remember the guy's name that plays him, but Shane and, um, Herschel would be making appearances and I won't say at what capacity that they are shown. Herschel filmed it before he'd passed away. That's what I was yeah, going to ask because he just passed in the last few weeks. Yeah. And they had had to have filmed it beforehand. Uh, it was really cool to kind of see them back in the capacity that they were in. Uh, I'm I'm really excited. There was also this conversation of when Rick Grimes, what happens next? And everyone has kind of said, well, it's going to reboot the show. All the other actors have been saying that. Um, and it will, it will reboot the show. <laughs> hmm. I, I'll leave it at that. I'll let people kind of go from there and watch it. Uh, but yeah, I, I see what those actors were saying and saying that it will reboot the show uh, in a way. Not completely. It's not like start from square one, totally new Walking Dead. But uh, it's, it's really it's really cool. I loved it. I'm, I'm really sad that Walking Dead has kind of been on this decline as far as viewership goes. Because it's still one of my favorite shows. And... I, I really hope that it doesn't come to a point where they have to cancel it because it's still doing really well. And these last two seasons, three seasons, since Negan has come into picture, have been the best 
uh, writing. The They've had some pretty weak Negan stuff. And I've loved it all with Negan. Like that last. Season oh, the last season was great. I agree, but yeah, I had people who stopped watching the show with me. They didn't get to see that last season because they were so sickened by how slow everything was the season before it. I can see that. And Negan isn't been hasn't been um, a very strong focal point of this season, but like just the writing of it all has been uh, great. Anyways, like that writing is style is still there. Uh, I really appreciate it. I'm I'm sad that it's uh, on the decline, but it also gets us into the news. Ah, yeah. The Walking Dead team has been saying that they've got ten years of plans. And we've not known what that meant, especially with it being on the decline. We're like, how do you do that? Do you just continue this this show for 10 more years? Do you have a ton of different spinoffs? And the answer seems to be uh, in the form of movies. They've got a ton of different movies in the plans. Three of them starring Andrew Lincoln, who is Rick Grimes. That sounds very... uh... He's talking out of both sides of his mouth with this. (laughs) <laughs> he might have I, I, I don't know why they would have announced the exit in the first place I don't think they should have but he might have been kind of covering up what he was doing in the beginning he might have been saying this is why I'm leaving because he couldn't say hey we're going to be doing movies the guy that headed Walking Dead in the first place I can't ever remember his name uh, he was on the Talking Dead after the show he's the one that announced it uh, he's been kind of gone for the last two years and we haven't heard anything from him uh, it seems that he's been working on this project, which is going to be these movies. They, we should clarify, are AMC original films, not movies specifically, because on Talking Dead, uh, Chris Hardwick got all excited. He's like, you're making movies? And he corrected him, and he was like, they are AMC original films. What does that mean? So who knows what that means. But yeah, I, I think they're just going to be straight to TV movies. But they will air on AMC. They're not going to be going to the theaters. But he, according to him, and who knows, they will be the grade that you would see of a blockbuster movie. I I still think this seems very hypocritical of Andrew Lincoln. Everything he said from the outset was, "I'm, I'm leaving the show because I don't get to spend enough time with my family. And then the second that his final show episode airs, they're like, (laughs) <laughs> just kidding three movies how about that <laughs> hmm. maybe they'll take less of his time i don't know i don't care like I'm if excited. you say you're gonna be done with something be done with it this is like michael jackson my only not michael, jackson, michael, michael jordan coming out of retirement three times it was never it was never the same thing <laughs> he was never the same player i don't know if we need a cinematic universe for The Walking Dead. That was one thing that I thought. Uh, and I would be really annoyed if something that they have been kind of uh, teasing through the last couple seasons ends up being for these movies and not for the show itself. Because they've kind of insinuated that they were big deals. And then they like to not use them within the show would be really obnoxious to me. Um, so we'll see. I don't know. There's other news. Doctor Who is not going to be getting a Christmas special. Oh. I, I'm really sad about that. That's been kind of a Christmas thing for me is like, 
we for Christmas would watch Doctor Who yeah, uh, Christmas sure. special. That's gone on for a while, right? Yeah, years. I think since the beginning of uh, this new like Doctor Who reboot. Yeah. I mean, uh, I don't, I don't catch up with Doctor Who, but I do know that Christmas specials are a thing for Doctor Who. They're great. They're usually not super tied to the show itself, which has been awesome. They're always very Christmas themed, and so part of me. The optimist in me is hoping that it's just like you can't have that many Christmas stories like they're just running out of ideas because they are doing a New Year's Eve special. Uh, I hope it's not like a politically correct thing of like, oh, we should do this on Christmas. That's not inclusive. I I don't know the answer to that, um, but that would be kind of a bummer because I like these Christmas things and I'm hoping maybe it was just they need another week for filming. So they decided to do a New Year's thing because they did just start the show. Joe doesn't no, think so. I, I think <laughs> I think it's exactly what you think it is. I think they're yeah. trying to avoid it's anything else with with religious themes. Yeah, conflict, which is sad. What, it, what's weird to me too, though, is like most of that stuff I don't care about because Christmas is so overly commercialized anymore. But like, that's kind of where my thought is on it. Like, why not have a Christmas special? If it is all so overly commercialized anyways, like none of these Christmas specials have been about the birth of Jesus. And you can't tell me that they just needed one extra week when they've been high. Like they've been pitching this doctor so hard for so long that I thought this was on air six months ago. That's true. So I don't believe they just needed one extra week. I, I was trying to give them the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> I don't believe it. <laughs> Well, Starbucks cups don't have a. Sorry, I I was an umpire in college. I just call it like I see it. (laughs) That's fair. That's fine. I guess. (laughs) And then we got to always we have Netflix news. Uh, She-Ra is being pushed forward, not back. It's going to come out three days earlier, uh, making it November. You don't hear 16. about things being pushed forward very often. Yeah, that's real. Only Netflix would be like, "We're done. so on the ball. Let's play. go. Let's go <laughs> now." <laughs> wow, that is something. Yeah, I'm not sure if it's to release something else in its place or what, but uh, you can watch that a few days yeah. earlier, so that's cool. I still need to watch Castlevania, and then we got uh. our first look. Ooh, yeah, I haven't so watched it yet either. So many things. Everything keeps coming out. I was talking about Fate Encore. Fate Encore just got a second season. I watched that like three months ago. So much to do. So little time. Netflix is releasing something crazy. Uh, and the other thing on the TV realm, uh, we've got our first look at, is it Geralt, Geralt. or Geralt? Geralt. I haven't no, it's not a hard G. <laughs> I'm sorry, not, not, not a Jaja. <laughs> it's a Gaga. Kind of like, uh, never mind. <laughs> Gug, G-U-G. <laughs> I'll let you. I, I stopped. Well then. I stopped. We that. prefer G-U-G. But, but the Witcher prefers Geralt. Yeah. Geralt. Uh, and so does Henry Cavill, who is going to be playing him. And we've gotten our first look at what Henry Cavill looks like as... There Geralt. you go. There <laughs> I didn't think go. about it again. <laughs> he looks to me a lot like Legolas. 
Yeah, the girl that I'm used to series. seeing has like the white beard or stubble and rocking it. Yeah. The article that I'm putting in the show notes, it's actually someone took his his first look that they've given us and made him more grizzled. Uh, grizzled. So he's got like the scar. And his eyes are all maybe that'll up, happen as as something that happens over the course of the show. That'd be really cool. He just doesn't yeah. shave over the course of the show. That would be awesome. And the scar that would be sweet if like halfway through the show. That's something that they didn't yeah. do in uh, Game of Thrones. Like you got the scar with um, Tyrion. In the book, he got his mm-hmm. nose chopped off. Yeah. And they definitely just let him off easy on the makeup department there. <laughs> yeah, I was, about, I was like, right, it's probably right. cheaper to do the scar. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I think it looks cool. I'm excited for him. We'll, uh, we'll see how that goes. Then we do have a discussion question coming from Silas. Remember, if you want to ask us questions on the podcast, you can always do so by emailing us at podcast at geeksgrace.com. Silas asks, what are some of your favorite examples of Christian themes in pop culture stories? And are there any spiritual insights from pop culture stories that have significantly impacted your faith? Go ahead, Shelly. Yeah, I wasn't sure what pop culture sort of implies what it is referencing, but my first thought for anything (laughs) that's not explicitly Christian, I would say, um, for something that has so many spiritual insights. My first thought is always Les Miserables. That's always my first thought. Um, It's something that obviously um, Victor Hugo mentions God a lot throughout the book, but I mean, plenty of people who do not believe in God enjoy Les Mis. So Mm -hmm. I just, the fact of just seeing Jean Valjean's redemption um, throughout the entire story, looking at um, Javert, how he acts, how he aligns like the law and like serving God and how it's not necessarily a thing. And it's just so, it's so deep and it's just so like raw and definitely. I just can't, I don't want to diminish this, but I can't think of Les Mis without thinking of that song that they did in the, in the form of the black eyed peas. Cosette's alone, 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 alone. Oh man. I know that. That's a, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah. But that's my always yeah. my first thought. My, and and my first thought on this so. isn't actually directly related to something spiritual, but I take a spiritual lesson from it. Um Okay. And mm-hmm. it's uh The Last of Us. And this is gonna be spoilers uh, for the end of The Last of Us if you haven't played it. So I I apologize. Oh boy. But there's some really powerful stuff that happens in the last few minutes of that original game. And through that, you see how hard it is for a parent figure to let go of someone they're a guardian of. Mm-hmm. And and in my mind, that strengthens... Like, you get to see the... You know, over the course of the game, they build that bond, and you get to see what what comes from that bond. And then... In my mind, I apply that to God with Jesus. Like, okay, this is going to spoil the end of The Last of Us. I'm sorry. They. That's fine. That's okay. They are planning. planning The the whole thing with the girl, Ellie, is that 
Mm. They think she has she she got the uh the cordyceps the, Yeah, she got the yeah, cordyceps fight. issue and was able to fight it off. Her her immune system was able to fight it off. So they think that she biologically has the answer to help humanity counter this this curse, this virus, this fungal thing. The zombie virus, mm-hmm. basically. Um, and so they are going to kill her, cut her brain open, get what they need out of it to create a uh, an antidote. And that's the whole reason that Joel is getting her there to the Fireflies. Joel goes in and wrecks shop and rescues Ellie. He won't let them do it. And so he essentially condemns humanity by not letting her give up her life. And then you look at the inverse of that, and God gives up his son to save all of humanity. Like, God completely established Mm -hmm. the plan and set it in motion. And even though Jesus was was insulted and, and suffered all of this pain, he saved humanity through it. And and God, not and and Jesus asked him like, take this from me. I don't want it anymore. Like, I don't, I don't want this. Let it pass if we can. But I understand your plan, and if we got to go through it, let's do it. And we all have hope because of that. Yeah, I love that. It's really good. I I'm trying to think of like. Joe's got a really good one. <laughs> Um, I'm, I was trying to think of a few of them. My my favorite like Christian theme, I guess, would have just been uh, I I love the line from Shepherd in. Oh yeah. Uh, you're not supposed yeah. to fix the Bible. It's supposed to fix you. He's got a good, and ones. he's got a lot yeah. of those really good little lines. Uh, I didn't really, I guess, realize uh, how many themes there were in in pop culture stories until we started doing the Bible studies for Geeks Under Grace. Um, which you can go to geeksundergrace.com/slash Bible study. Check them out. I don't mean to plug them, but it's just in real honesty. We kind of had this plan put together, and then um, Dallas and Celeste worked on a Bible study for Logan. And I think because it was the first one that I read, like I just kind of like hit me um, the fact that you can pull a lot from these different stories, but it, it's on mentorship, and that one specifically really stuck with me. Um, finding a mentor and being a mentor to somebody else and how important that is uh, in our Christian walk. Um so that's probably one of one of my favorites and one that's impacted me the most as far as getting something from pop culture and then mm. not just being from a church, a pastor, or yeah. the Bible itself. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and if, if you want to find, I mean, again, to, sorry to plug it uh, in discussion, but if, if you want to find Christian references and like learn, um, you know, the Bible and what God has to say, about your life uh, through pop culture, those Bible studies are an amazing way to do so. Totally. Throw them out there. Cool. Well, uh, are you guys geeking out about anything else? That's it right now for me. Yeah. I don't think I... I can't think of anything else now. All right. Joe, where can they find you at? Find me on Twitter at JoeKnowsGames. And Shelly? You can find me on Twitter at theshellshock24, and you can find me on Tuesday nights at uh, twitch.tv slash geeksundergrace, streaming 
I haven't decided yet. But some new game. That's not Okami. So. Okay. Cool. And you can find me on Twitter at Cody Armor. In closing, keep gaming. Keep praying. And God bless. Peace. Bye bye.